Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Plumline. And getting back to it. One of the most amazing things about the ancient buildings I touched in Israel was how straight and true were the walls. I love taking photos from different perspectives, like from a raft looking through the reeds along the Jordan River. From a boat rail looking down at the Sea of Galilee, my feet in the picture. From the ground, my shoulder against the wall of the Temple Mount, looking up at the sky. Ah, perspective. Without college-educated engineers and modern technology, how in the world did the builders manage to move the huge, heavy boulders into straight alignment? The old Bible, as my mom calls it, informs us. A plumb line. The prophets Amos, Zechariah, and Jeremiah all referred to a plumb line. A cord weighted with lead that is used in building to check that vertical structures are true. It's used symbolically to refer to the divine standard against which God, the builder of his people, tests and judges them. It also symbolizes the standards by which God will rebuild his people. Hmm. Through a Pret-a-Manger window in New York City, okay, that's like my favorite coffee place there, I am watching people stream by in frigid morning temperatures. Hmm. Philosophically, how does one know he is headed in the right direction? A bearded Orthodox Jew in his big hat, a doorman with a fur hat, a street vendor in a ball cap, a construction worker in a hard hat. Is there any way to know we humans are on the right path? I believe so. We can refer to the manual God gave us, the inspired words of God which acts as our plumb line, whose words have stood up to scrutiny for thousands of years. In the Bible, God reveals himself, his plans, his heart, and his work among his people on the pages of Scripture. The author of Hebrews said, The word of God is living and active. What an outrageous claim to make of something on a printed page. But it's true. It penetrates to the soul and spirit. Images flash in my mind at times when I wanted to comfort someone, when I wanted to say something to a friend, like one whose son was sick in the hospital and the diagnosis or prognosis was not yet known, a friend who needed to make some tough decisions about work that would impact his family, and, well, the anxiety was overwhelming. To another who has known nothing but abandonment all her life. And to one who had broken up his family because of his immoral decisions and was now hopeless himself. What could I offer these who had been impressed upon my heart? Where could I go to find words filled with hope and yet truth? To the one book that could provide comfort, wisdom, guidance, promise, and forgiveness, the Word of God. 
The word of God has the ability to seep into the very marrow of our being, to bring peace, lead, guide, convict, and offer forgiveness too. That is why it is truly alive. Unlike an inspirational poem whose words bring a smile or a kind, encouraging word, Scripture often offers divine sustenance, which is unequaled. While we can comprehend how we get the Holy Scriptures and even how they are supported historically, scientifically, etc., apart from the Holy Spirit, there is no counting for how God's Word is also personal, applicable, and life-giving, not to mention apropos to our daily lives. Back to the byways of New York City, where subway riders avert the gazes of each other, though I admit I try to catch their eye and exchange a smile, where passers-by on the street never look one another in the eye but stride quickly toward their destinations. Can any of us know we are heading in the right direction? That we are on the right path? Oh, yes. As David so eloquently wrote, Thy word is a light unto my path and a light unto my feet. God's word acts as a plumb line for those who believe and follow him. And so, in short order, we will turn our attention from matters of the day, including Christmas, back to a systematic look at the scriptures, namely the book of Acts.